Welcome, everyone. This is the I'm Speaking podcast hosted by Mercy Hernandez and Priya Namar. We're speaking because you've been asking. Join us for a new season as we open up, speak up, and uplift voices everywhere. And of course, all views and opinions expressed in this podcast are that of the hosts and do not represent any outside entities. We have a lot to say, so let's get started. This is the I'm Speaking podcast. I'm Priya. And I'm Mercy. Welcome, everybody. We're here today at I'm Speaking because you're asking. So once again, this week brings us to a topic that you wanted to know more about, which are, Priya? What is your love language? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what are those? What is the love language, right? Which takes us to the five top love languages that there are, at least based on the research that we've done, which was based on the book by Gary Chapman. So do you want to start? No, go ahead. List them out. Let's talk about them. All right. Let's list them out. So full disclosure here, I'm going to list them out as they came to me. So when I took the test, this is the order that my love language is. So it's just the way it is. So number one for me, not the order that they're necessarily in the book, but number one for me, receiving gifts. Number two acts of service. Number three, words of affirmation. Number four is physical touch. And number five is quality time. So now I ask you, Priya, that's my order. What's your order? My order is uh, number one, physical touch. Number two, quality time. Three, acts of service. Four, words of affirmation five receiving gifts. So it's like the complete opposite oh, of yours. I mean, my one? hair couldn't be any blonders and yours couldn't be any darker. We are <laughs> black and white as a jet. <laughs> we are just opposites and I love it. I love it. I love it. So basically you said yours is physical touch and quality time are your top ones, right? Yep. Yep. which are to me, my last ones, don't touch me and don't sit here next to me. I'm not into the quality time and I don't want to be touched. Just give me the gift, do the act of service and clean the whole kitchen for me, please. And then tell me that I look pretty sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I, love it. I guess I ain't hugging you and chilling with you anytime soon. <laughs> no, 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 no need. No need. We're all good. So, you know, just go clean the kitchen for me. Leave it really clean. Tell me how pretty I look uh, while I'm sitting there watching you clean it and then buy me a gift. That's so funny. And you know, you know, I'm a big hug. I love hugging. Like I, I mean, I don't creepily hug people, but when I see you, I'll give you a nice little beer hug. I and love I love, I love doing the beer hugs. Um, but sometimes I get people like, you know, giving me that little pat, like, okay, that's enough. Oh my God, that's Sam to me. She said like, her hug is a little pat. I'm like, Samantha, I'm not your dog. I'm your mom. It's a full on hug. And she goes, that was my hug. So <laughs> clearly hers are, you know, very similar to mine. We're all different, but I am a hugger, even though uh-huh. I'm not into physical touch. When I see, you know, the girls that I haven't, you know, my girls I haven't seen in a while. I see a good friend I haven't seen in a while or anybody. Um, I think that's just like, the best way of showing true love is just a, a, a strong hug. I do love hugs. Yeah, yeah. So what is a love language? Mm-hmm. Um, I got the definition here. You want me to read it? Yeah, please. Okay. okay. The premise of the five love languages is about 
different people with different personalities giving and receiving love in different ways. By learning to recognize these preferences in yourself and in your loved ones, you can learn to identify the root of your conflicts, connect more profoundly, and truly begin to grow closer. And you know, the website that this is on is fivelovelanguages.com. And it, this is, you could take a quiz on there. So I, that's the quiz that we're talking about now, the results. <laughs> There's a quiz on there. And in addition to love, they also have one for anger and wait, anger and apology, which is, which is interesting that they have one for apology. Like I never thought about what my apology language would be. And I haven't taken those tests yet, but that's really interesting. <laughs> That is interesting. I did not know that. That's pretty cool. They probably developed those recently if you haven't seen them already. But um, so we we had this conversation, I think, in in Tennessee when we were together about Mm -hmm. the love languages, because I've never really thought about like, what's my husband's love language, you know, and I actually asked him the other day. And he's more of like a um, words of affirmation, acts of service kind of guy. Um, and give, giving, receiving gifts is all the way down the bottom, just like me. So I guess we match up in that way. Um, but he's all about just, you know, words and kindness pretty much. And you know that, yeah, Billy is right there with Wade and with you. So Billy is my opposite. And so I think that the, the power and the importance and the reason for the actual book of the five love languages, um, is about building relationships. Mm-hmm. and understanding another's perspective so right it's not as important for you to know what your lang- love language is as much as it is important for you to know what the love language of those you love is yeah and so knowing our children's love language right and we t- we spoke about this mm-hmm. recently about how our kids you know perceive love and how they receive love and we spoke about christmas and gifts and all that all that kind of stuff and we mentioned that we'd be talking about this later Um, And then our spouses. So you might think um, that an act of service is a way of showing love because you appreciate that and because that's how you interpret love. But if that's on the bottom of the list of your loved one, you just cleaned all that and, and, and did that whole thing for no reason because that's not how they receive love or how they perceive love. So I think, you know, it's always great to know what yours is just so that you know. And if you're asked, but not because that should be the priority, the priority would be to learn the love language of those around you so that you know how to love them better. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and in my case, all of my girls and my husband, their top one is quality time. And that's at the bottom of my list. That's so interesting. I, yeah. So I need to be very aware and very um, conscious of that, that that is important to them. Mm-hmm. And while I can go and say, I'm going to buy a Gucci bag and give it to my daughters, they're going to look at me like, you know, we would have preferred you would have just sat here on the couch with us, just, you know, like rubbing our hair and talking to us and watching a movie with us because they want the time more than anything else. Yeah. Um, where I'm at, you know, hey, if you're good, I'm good. Give me the Gucci bag. And <laughs> Um, you know, I love you and I know you're good. We had a little bit of time together and that was great. And that's that. So it, it's not to take power from somebody else, right. Or to say that I'm shallow because, because it sounds shallow as I say it, uh-huh. 
but I don't consider myself a shallow person. I'm just being completely transparent that that's how I receive the love language. To me, when I get a gift, every single time I see that gift, I think of that person and it's more permanent for me than to just sit with the person. Yeah. And it's funny because everybody wants to spend quality time with you because you got all those. We were just talking about all those people visiting you in Tennessee. Like they want to spend quality time. They don't just want to come and hang out in Tennessee in the woods. <laughs> like they. Well, wanna... my, my dear friend that's a neighbor here in Tennessee was telling me, girl, you're getting burnt out. All I see is people coming in and coming out and coming in and out. She goes, give them, you have two cars there. Give them a car and tell them, hey, go to town, enjoy town. And then at night we'll meet up and we'll have dinner. Yeah. And I go, no, we tried that. When our friends or family, when they come here, they're like, what are you guys going to do? And we're like, oh, we're just going to sit here. So they're like, okay, we'll just sit here. I'm like, well, no, you guys can go, go see the city, go see it. They're like, no, it's okay. So unless we physically go with them and spend time with them and drive with them and, and do the same thing over and over and over and over with all the sightseeing, they won't go because they're really here for that quality time. Yep. Um, and I'm just going to remind you, it's at the bottom of my list again. So <laughs> I'm a trooper. You know, I do because I we had this conversation towards the end of our trip and I do have to apologize to you. I'm going to give you an apology officially because I was sort of making fun of you and you're and you're like, I wasn't sort of I was making fun of you because of your your, your expensive uh your expensive handbag taste. <laughs> oh, I love my handbag. I know. I was making fun of you because I'm like, oh, I'm not like that. Blah, 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 blah. But then when we had the conversation, I was like, oh, that makes sense now. Like she she likes things, you know, that's how know. you express love, receive love, you like things. So I'm sorry. I was making No, that's okay. Please, please. <laughs> I was totally poking you like ah! you wore them well. You borrowed them and they look good. Like, probably so baggy we're wearing. It was like on point. Um and those but, things are they are nice to have. I mean, I, I, they are nice to have. Um, yeah, and you know, I I I have them now at an older age, I, you know, I never had them before. I grew, you know, we've spoken about this in the past. I grew with extreme, extreme poverty. Mm-hmm. You know, I was homeless at one point. Um, I, I went from family to family to family um, and lived with different people. So in growing up, I really never had anything. So as an adult, I'm attached to nothing. If I don't have the purse, then I don't have the purse. If I have it, I have it. So I like having things because I never had them before. And for the first time, you know, at 55, I can have stuff. So it's fun to have them. Um, but I'm not physically attached to anything material. You know, I, and again, case in point would be the house we just sold in Miami. We have been there for 25 years. And it was like, hey, you know, time to move on, time to move on. I'm not attached to anything physical. But I do love gifts because if I spend time with you and you and I are together. It's a nice time. I love it. We had a good time. We had a blast, but moving forward, if I had, let's say when we were together, I had, um, a mug, right? That mug, every single time I use that mug, that mug reminds me of you. And I have wind chimes from like Heather. And every time I hear the wind blowing them, like I'll think of Heather and I have a plant in my kitchen that somebody else gave me. And I think of that person and I have a towel that my mom gave me, you know, on the oven. And I think of my mom and, and that's how I reason the gifts. 
because they always mean something like my watch, you know, is my memory that Billy gave me for Christmas and I love having it. And my ring of was for my 20 year anniversary and it has a story and the story involves, and I compartmentalize. Thank you. Yes. That in my head, um, as a story, every gift has its story. Yeah. And it's just, I guess the way my brain works and, and, I wonder, you know, when you take these tests, it makes you think deeper about why, why, why is that my love language? What drove me to have that as a love language? Mm. And maybe in my case, with the quality time growing up, number one, I didn't experience quality time with anybody. And number two, when I did spend time with those that I was, when I was growing, when I spent time with those I was with growing up, it was never good. It was oh. never positive and it was yeah. never quality. So I think, you know, where you're at in your life, of course, it's, it's a sequence of experiences. And that's what lets you have that love language, uh-huh. um, you know, those results. So I think everything has a reason. And again, it's, it's not about us. It's about those we love so that we can love them better. Um, but it's good to look, at yourself and look within like why is that important to me right why why are words of affirmation important to me or why is an act of service important to me um and and learn more about ourselves i think we go back to you know another podcast we had done which was treating people with kindness and talking about the fact that if we're not kind to ourselves we can't be kind to others so maybe if we really understand where our love is and what our love language is we can understand how somebody else might perceive theirs. Um, and, you know, I think that's, I think that's the whole um, point of the book, the five love languages is to have better relationships, to understand yourself better and to understand those that you love better so you can love them better. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I, I know now that a hug will mean, you know, it's worth a million dollars to you. So, you know, that's important. Not that's something that I now know. And, and had we not had the conversation, I wouldn't have known this. I know that my girls, you know, would prefer me sitting in their, on their couch now, you know, and just watching shows with them or, or playing games with them or things like that. And I know that's important to them. Excuse me. And I, I think that we can find ways of showing the love in these different things in different ways we could be very creative and I tell you that because quality time right it's Uh a big thing for my girls and I go back to them because obviously and clearly they're the most important thing to me so if quality time is important to them and they're at work all day and they really can be talking um, and I'm not there physically and they're not here then we have to be creative so one of the things that we just recently started doing, we started playing games, like silly games. We'll play something like chess or um, checkers or connect four or even beer pong, right? Um, <laughs> on our phone. So we're constantly connected that way. Yeah. So I'll wake up and I'll have like Raquel Sanborn and now Billy's in on it. And I'll have like these games shooting up on my phone. So I sit there and I play the game with them. So I am actually having that time just with one of the girls. We're playing and that's my quality time to them specifically. Yeah. Even though I'm not there physically. 
basically, right? Mm -hmm. um, so we just have to be creative in, in finding ways of sharing that love. And like we spoke about at another podcast, just um, throwing kindness out there like confetti and knowing <laughs> what we're going to give each one of those people that we love you know, yep. how we're, how we're going to love better, I think is, is more important. So mm -hmm. maybe instead of calling this podcast, the five love languages is, you know, how are we going to love better? Oh, I think true. How we love better, how, how to love, love better. better. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And, right? and, and, it's, so, and it's not based on a quiz. Cause obviously if you look at the quiz, the quiz gives you percentages too. So yeah, I don't, you, I know you don't have the result, your results in front of you, but for mine, words of affirmation, receiving gifts at the bottom were close. It was 13% and 10%. Okay. And then quality right time. Yep. Quality time and acts of service are 23% and 20%. And okay. then physical touch was like 33%. So the, 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 the last four were, were close, you know, and it doesn't mean like one is completely more important than the other. It's just a little bit more of a preference. Yeah. Um, and, and um, you just don't dismiss the other ones either, you know, like you might, somebody that you know that likes giving you things and blah, 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 might still want to spend quality time with you. It's just absolutely not as high as on the test. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I agree with you. Yeah, because it, at the end of the day, we have to remember those are the five love languages. All five are important. Mm -hmm. So regardless on the percentage, they're all five important. It is important to, to show all five of those because they all matter. Yeah. Yeah. You know, whether they're at a 13% or at a 20%, they all matter. And, and so that's important. And I think, um, learning, you know, about yourself again is as important as learning about those that you love. Um, and I, I want to say that as I feel, this is just my opinion, if you're, a, a mom, a busy mom, <clears throat> excuse me, a busy mom, a wife, a housewife, um, you work a lot. And just as a female in general, I think that acts of service is going to always be up there. It's got to be up there because it's just part of your survival. You know, you, you really do appreciate those acts of service when you're a mom and you're going crazy and, you know, you're going to the right and the left and you're doing pickup and you're dropping off and, and you do what we've done for so many years a simple act of kindness can completely turn your day around you oh, walk in yeah. the house smells like clean or it smells like food yeah or you know somebody did the groceries already just those little things will mm -hmm. make such a big difference um you know and in the the words of affirmation might be on the bottom of your list but damn somebody comes and tells you you look good today you look good today or wow, you know, I, I, I love what you've done with yourself with or just any um, word of affirmation or like you killed it today at the meeting, you know, at that staff meeting, you were great and things like that it might be at the bottom, but it's still going to be beautiful to receive. They still feel good. They still feel good. I, I do have to say, like, I've never, I have to ask my kids what they're um, about the quiz and stuff about them taking the quiz. Did you girls take the quiz? Yeah, they did. And I'm telling you, most of them had quality time. Yeah, I'm going to ask them to take the quiz and see what happens because I'm in, I'm interested in seeing where they fall in the spectrum, you know. And um, I'm going to say that Liam is going to fall under receiving gifts. You think so? Yeah, I think so. Liam because, reminds me of Lauren. There's the youngest child. It's I think it's because it's a third child syndrome. Like it's they're the youngest one, 
Um, I think that I feel that because of how they are about the whole holiday and about the trees and the and the gifts and the, mm-hmm. the, the whole holiday spirit and, and being surrounded by older siblings and family and all that, the gifts are a big way of them receiving love. That's why the, the Christmas time for them specifically is such a big deal. The tree has to have that. And what are we going to put in the stocking stuffers? And are you going to stuff this? And, you know, where? Yeah, I never thought about that. But because I know he um, he displays a lot of acts of service. Like he's my one kid. Like he'll randomly do something. And me and Wade were like, oh, the other two don't do that. <laughs> like he'll clean up like in the kitchen. We made food after, you know, Wade spends a lot of time. Wade's the one who really cooks, right? So Wade spends a long time in the kitchen, you know, and Wade and I fall out on the couch, for example, we'll wake up and all the food has been put away. William's put away all the food and he does random little things like that. And it just, it always like makes us feel wonderful that he's like that. Um, um, But that's interesting. I, yeah, I'm going to find, I'm I'm, going to ask him to take the test first and see what he says. Mm -hmm. But I, Ava's the only one that's kind of like a mystery to me. I don't know what I know she likes my hugs. <laughs> um, I think once they take the test and they understand how they receive love, it'll be helpful for them. Mm. Right. And once you know how they're best receiving love, then it'll be a bonding experience. Yeah. And, and maybe even a conversation to be had because you can say, hey, sweetie, you know how, how this came up at 25% for you. It only came at 10% for me, but since this is important for you, I'm going to do that. But just know on mine, this came at 20% or 25%, which was the acts of kindness, right? Yeah. The random acts of kindness. So that's what's going to make me a little bit happier. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just a beautiful conversation to have with, with those that you love um, and helping create a, a solid love nest per se. Yeah. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, I, I love that this is available and you could tune in more to what people are expecting. Cause I think people have high expectations and then they're crushed <laughs> because gonna, the, the other gonna, person is not that, they don't think that way about their mm-hmm. uh, acts of love. Yeah. And I'll tell you one thing. I know that this is um, a book and a theory that's used by many, many therapists. Um, so I wanna throw that out there. And at a personal level, I heard about this book years ago um, from a pastor at a Mm. Christian church. So, you know, the book is followed. It has, um, it has excellent credibility and it is used by professionals in different, in different aspects. Um, So it's definitely a good book to read. I remember reading it. It was an excellent book to read and it's all about loving people and receiving love because sometimes you are given and shown love and you don't receive it. Mm-hmm. And so this book really helps in understanding how to receive love better um, because it does hurt somebody to, to give you love in a certain way and then you reject it, not understanding that they are giving it the way that they receive it Yeah, as opposed to. So there's just so much more to it. Um, and it's just something you should do for yourself. You know, Let the love languages... Um, uh, education be part of your self-care so yeah you know, you know yourself better mm-hmm. I, I love that associating it with self-care because if you want quality time go I mean I love hiking I love like hanging out and spending time and that's high on my list you know right. like to me, just kill me <laughs> <laughs> no 
<laughs> leave me alone with my book. <laughs> so just spending time, like I don't care if we're drinking or if we're playing chess or whatever we're doing. I just want to hang out yeah. and chill and laugh, you know, like what I, I had told you this in a previous podcast. I just love to laugh. I just, me too. I love me being too. around people who have a sense of humor and me too. Just don't take life too seriously and just laugh their asses off. You know yeah. that. Oh, I could not agree with you more on that. Yeah. I do do love um, people that make me laugh. And I love spending time with you because we crack up. I mean, we, we shed tears when we're laughing together and having drinks and talking and brainstorming, talking about business, good, mm -hmm. bad, whatever. We just always laugh. And I love that. Yeah. Yeah. If, if that was a love language, that would be on my top one. If you're funny, you're at the top of my list. I love <laughs> laughing yeah. and, and sing and sing like music is my, my go-to happy place. Oh, I know you love music and you love oh, dancing and all that. I stuff. get in my car. It's like, can nobody else get in the car? Cause I'm going to blast this too. So it's just like pounding inside of the car with like all my jams. So, yeah. well, maybe that. they should add more to this list. I kind of feel like it's a little limited too. Like there should be more on this list. Like yeah. other things I mean, like movement, like movement or, you know, maybe art, you know, yeah. Those absolutely. things being creative. Expression of, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And and we should definitely take the anger and the apology one at some point. I back. like that. I think we yeah. should. Um, yeah. I think we should talk about that a little bit more in the future. Yeah. Anger yeah. and apology. Let's have a podcast about anger. I love that. I'm there for that. <laughs> Because we're talking about the, all the nice fluffy stuff that everybody wants to hear about. But let's talk about Let's talk about, yeah, you know, that's important too. Yeah. So important. Apology and, and anger, that's huge. Yep. Yep. Nobody's going to love you if you don't apologize, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I hate like half-ass apologies. Like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry you felt that way. <laughs> if you don't mean it, just shut up. Yeah, exactly. Okay, all right all right well this was a great Thanks, conversation uh thank you all for listening make sure you like share follow subscribe this is the i'm speaking podcast with mercy and priya thank you everybody again for joining us remember that we will be speaking about things you want to hear about so do let us know what's important to you and we'll try to to do a little bit of research on it and talk a little bit more about it so we thank you for joining us and we look forward to us joining us next week for our new podcast. Have a great one, everybody. Bye. Bye.